All right, welcome everybody to a Canuck and a Jersey girl. This is Sheila, and with me is Hi, it's Maria. Hi. So <laughs> today we're looking at there's a couple of things that have come out. Um, a couple of things with extended footage we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk a little bit more about that bombshell that we've heard a lot about. And we're also gonna start out with um some of the cast members, we noticed on Sheena's podcast that she and Jax were talking about reaching out to Tom Sandoval, who unfortunately has recently lost one of his childhood best friends. And so I have, um, obviously, I'm really glad that they've reached out to Tom. I think that that was a long time coming. Um, but I do have mixed feelings about this because I don't think it should have taken this long. I think that that was very strategic in their part, on their part. Um, to wait until the show was almost over. And I think that, you know, it's horrible that this happened, but imagine if um, it's horrible, it's horrible. It's all horrible that that had happened. And this is what we've been saying for so, so long is imagine if something had happened to Tom or Raquel in all of this kind of shit storm that this has turned into Imagine if something had happened to them and how bad they would feel, because what Sheena had mentioned in that podcast was that, you know, she felt really, really bad, like she doesn't want to see them hurt themselves. Jax had mentioned, you know, nobody wants to see anyone in a dark place. So I'm just wondering why it took this long for them to reach out. I think this was a good kind of um, like, I'm glad that they did, but I feel like it should have happened a long time ago. Well, the only reason they reached out is because this person passed away. They couldn't have possibly known that the person was going to pass away because it was a sudden thing. Right. So I think, I don't know if I think it was necessarily strategic, but what I do think is that you shouldn't go on this bandwagon of, I don't even know if that's the right way to say it, of like, you know, blasting someone everywhere on podcasts, on social media, on everywhere. the reunion. Like, everywhere in telling we're not friends anymore we're not this we're not that and everybody says things in anger but you don't do that and then look something like that happens and then they're all like oh we feel bad for tom and so i don't think that it was strategic because like i said they probably would have never reached out at, or maybe eventually but if had this person not passed away all when they were all posting him even Kristen said it on her podcast she said, if I'm sounding like I have a little empathy for Tom, when I talk about the reunion, I want everyone to know it's because I feel very bad. This person that passed away was was Tom's childhood friend. We all know him through Tom. And they were not apparently actually one of the Bravo followers told me this on my post. I didn't hear this on the podcast, but apparently Tom and he were not speaking partially because of Scandaval mm -hmm. and partially because of. Tom had changed and the, and this person thought that the show went to his head. Um, so they weren't speaking, but I'm sure the scandal well, it was from what I've been told was like the icing on the cake. And so this person now died and they were not, not speaking when he died, which is so horrible. Awful. So, yeah. So when I was listening to it, I was thinking, especially like Sheena. So Jack's, I feel like it's so funny because Jax was so hated for so long, but I feel like he's the one that even though he does bad, he's so honest about everything. He's like, I thought about reaching out to him, but then I thought, cause he knows it would be phony. So he's not going to reach out to him, but he does, you know, 
he said to Schwartz, you know, how's he doing? Like he specifically said that he asked Schwartz how he was doing or Brittany actually is the one who said it. Like, you know, you asked Schwartz about him and, um, and um, Sheena texted Tom. And so what Sheena was saying is that Tom did not respond. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said it didn't say delivered. Okay. And so in my head, I'm like, yeah, he probably blocked you. And I don't blame him for blocking you because that's either. what I, I, that's exactly what I would do, you know, um, because they, like I said, it's one thing to be upset at someone and to not want to talk to them and all that. But like what they, they crucified Tom. They all crucified Tom. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. It's, it's and and Raquel it's um, gone beyond anything. Yeah. Um, and so then she, she they ended the conversation with Sheena saying, but I did hear from everybody else because other people in the group reached out to him. And I'm just wondering who they might be. Um, uh, but she said he hasn't responded to anyone. Well, so she's like, at first I thought, you know, maybe he wasn't getting service because it didn't say delivered, but then she's like, it's been days. And I, like I was shouting like to myself, well, yeah, you're probably blocked, Sheena. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You can't have it both ways. You can't go on every single podcast and show and talk about what a horrible human being he is and that your team, Ariana, you can, but just be prepared for the repercussions of that, that you will never be that person's friend or maybe not for a long time. Now, when I say strategic, I think that this reach out was probably going to come at some point anyways. Um, I think as we kind of neared the end of the show, I think to save face, most of them might have reached out, but I feel it should have been done a lot sooner. I don't think it should have taken this to happen. Now, this leads me into my other consideration that I've had a lot during all of this is that when it comes to empathy, I don't understand why you can't have empathy for more than one person. Why does there have to be such a divide? And that was something that Ariana brought up in the show is that you know, like from her perspective, I get it. If you're friends with somebody who's friends with Tom, like she doesn't want them in their lives, that's fine. You can have boundaries. But I don't understand why with the friend group, like again, as Andy brought up, they've been all been such scoundrels in the past themselves. Why is it that you have to completely cut somebody out of your life? And if you're going to cut them out of your life, that's fine. But why do you have to go on a hate campaign and just demolish them in the media. And it's funny because Sheena was actually even on um, one of our stations in Toronto. So she was on breakfast television, which I watch every day with my husband. And she was talking about, I'm team Ariana. And I just felt like I was watching a 15 year old, to be honest. Like Sheena's very, she's very immature. Right. She's very immature. It was just overkill at that point. This is actually why, Stasi and all of them sometimes had issues with her. Um, they're all proud of her for what she said to Tom in, in that clip. You know, the, that was the good thing. and that was warranted. Yeah, but but I think, yeah, Sheena took it way too far, just like we were saying, you know, to each other. I don't remember if we talked about it on the other podcast. I think we did that she that she backpedaled. You uh-huh. pointed it out, and I realized, like, oh my God, you're right, she did. And I saw on your poll, I looked today, because I voted yesterday, and I went and looked today, 60% agreed with us yep. that she backpedaled. Yeah, there was only so, a couple comments of people that didn't agree and said that, oh, no, I think I think she just realized she had compassion for Katie. And again, that leads me to my point of why does compassion have to be mutually exclusive? Why do you have to say to one person that you cannot be compassionate for them if you're compassionate for the other person? Like, why does it have to be so cut and dry 
I mean, you can feel bad for Katie all you want, but you can also recognize that what those girls did to her was wrong in Vegas. And I don't know if we were watching the same show. And that's what I brought up in that post was like, at what, what exactly was Sheena watching there where she said that that did not constitute bullying? Because again, from what I know of bullying, that fits the definition perfectly well when somebody is not in on the joke, when you're beating them when they're down and they're upset and they're crying they're all alone they're isolated all of those things i i know we've talked about bullying and i know that it's come up on the show and lala says oh it's bravo it's not kindergarten well that's fine but you know there have been subjects where people have been fired for much less and you know bullying is a serious thing and it's not something that people should be taking lightly regardless of entertainment should it be something that is promoted on a big network Probably not. Like at some point, people do have to stand in and say that's not okay. The whole season to me was about bullying. And I, I agree. know a lot, a lot of people didn't agree with this, but I do not think Katie's mother should have been involved with anything. And no. I think that Tom was exactly right, that it is very unfair to bring your mother into it because everyone's going to not talk to, back to her. And and I personally don't think, honestly, I respect I'm very respectful to people who are older than me. But if somebody's mother kept saying stuff to me, I would be like, oh God, like I probably would. Like, maybe I wouldn't, maybe I wouldn't. But I also feel like maybe I would if, because we don't know exactly what Raquel was feeling in that moment. She was also, she's always ganged up on by everyone. And I think producers made her go talk to Katie. People forget that, even though it's reality. And they do all say this is their real lives. Some of it is manipulated by producers. So I don't think it was Raquel's idea to go over and say what she said to Katie. It was probably producer driven. And then there she was sitting there, but she also knew she had backup and Tom did come to the rescue. Um, And I know people are livid saying that it was much worse off air. Like Tom apparently like cursed at Katie's mom. He told her shut the fuck up or something or uh, whatever. Um, And they were livid that he was really disrespectful Katie's brother got involved and they were all mad but you know what that wouldn't have happened if your mother just I'm sorry I don't think my mom would would ever really get involved maybe she would but I don't think she would I agree with you and I think it's kind of yeah no it's like part of me is like well maybe if she saw me I think that her mother helped Katie escalate that situation There was no, even the conversation outside, Raquel wasn't being aggressive with Katie. Katie is always, and there are people who have inboxed me who agree with us, agree with me. I don't remember if you have the same view as me. I do not like how Katie acts. I don't like, I totally never, never never liked how she acted. Never. And that's why I have less empathy for her when it comes to Tom Schwartz, because she, I feel like she's never happy. Nothing makes her happy. That's what I think. I think she's just miserable. And she's been miserable. I think she's, I think she is the epitome of a bully. I think someone like Lala is (laughs) by a lot of different things. Oh, you got your dog in the background. That's okay. Um, And I think, you know, she kind of is able to, you know, get people on her side and sort of attack people in a pack. Um, Mm -hmm. I also think that when it comes to parents getting involved in arguments, I sort of see it 
as similar to men getting involved in, in fights between women. Um, if my husband ever stepped in, first of all, I would not be happy about that because I would not get involved in his fights, really. I don't think um, I don't think he would have fights. But if he did, I think that there are certain things that you let people work out on your own. Now, if it is like people piling on to Katie or being physical or really, really aggressive, and there's like five people on one, then sure, mom's going to step in. But if it's two women having a conversation, you don't step in and start telling them to shut up because that's not going to go well for anybody. I mean, that's that's never going to escalate into something positive. Because as you said, mothers are kind of their safe spot. They're off limits for a lot of people. And once you go there, if you step on the toes of any mother, then that's just going to enrage any child of them. So it's it's not a good situation. It's not a good place to go. And nothing good can come from that. Now, there was one thing I wanted to talk about too. You had um, mentioned before about there was something revealed on Kristen's podcast. Now, I don't I didn't listen to her podcast, so I'm not sure what you're talking about with in relation to the divorce, but there is something it, there. It, um, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't revealed. It was that Kristen's friend who also um, I believe she knows Katie and all them. So she was explaining to the audience, um, you know, because they don't agree with Tom saying Tom Schwartz saying to Katie, you know, you divorced me. And like if the roles were reversed and they were saying, this is a thing people have to remember. And this woman, she said, I was married to someone just like Tom. She's like, he looked like him. He acted like him. He was a people pleaser, which meant he had way less time for me. And, um, and she, you know, she said at the end of the day, I loved him, but I had to divorce him because I wasn't happy. And she said, Katie didn't want to divorce him because she didn't love him. She had no choice because she knew it wasn't going to get better. And hearing it from that perspective, I felt guilty, not about my opinion of Katie in general, but about judging her for how upset she was over him just kissing Raquel. Because my argument has been, who cares? They kiss, so what? You've literally been sleeping with people and you're not even divorced. Because, I mean, it's it's they all admitted to that. And even she admitted to that. And on Watch What Happens Live, she admitted to it being lots of times with different people. So, like, I felt like, yeah, she's sleeping with people. And Tom, although we don't really know, maybe Tom was doing stuff that we don't know about. But I did feel a little, like, I'm like, that actually is so true. Like, even you know my last relationship in a perfect world we would have been together forever but it wasn't a perfect world and there's no option there was no option but for it to end and and that is heartbreaking so I felt guilty judging her for that part but everything else I say about her I stand by I stand by it too. And I think that she can definitely be a bully. And I think that she is one of the people that always gets people on their side. But when it comes to the divorce, yeah, I think there were some icky things there. Now, um, one of the things too, that I noticed when I was watching back the seasons is that Schwartzy, Mr. Innocent Schwartzy, um, you know, he he's had some dark moments on the show. He's had some moments where he's kind of exploded on other people and there's some rage inside of him. So I always wonder with him if we are getting the full story of what we are seeing with him now. I I, I still like him and I still, you know, I'm, I 
we've talked about this before. Katie is not my favorite. But that being said, who knows what goes on behind closed doors? We've said that many a times in the show that we don't always know what people are putting out to the camera versus how they actually are in relationships. Now, you shared a clip with me. So is this clip in relation to what you were just talking about? Uh, not yet. No. Not yet. Um, okay. Well, I wasn't sure if it was. Okay. okay. I'll play it in a second. But I just wanted to follow up with what you just said about Tom Schwartz. So I've always said this about him. Like I always, I think he's a nice guy. I think he's just doofy. Like he's just, but he, to me, he's not a bad guy. I think he's extremely, extremely insecure to the point that I almost feel so bad for him. Remember he couldn't handle the bartending job years ago. He got so nervous. And like, I, I really think at the core, he's a good person, but I do agree with you that there's a side of him that that I feel like they've all seen more than we have. And some of it we have seen. I mean, there's the infamous scene of him dumping the beer on Katie's head. Right. And like, no matter what, you don't do stuff like that to somebody you're dating. They were like that to each other, but he did that first. Uh Um, So I do agree with you that there's a side to him, but I think there's a side to everybody, you know, like we, I don't know. Like, I think they all have something about them that is, you know, and that's his thing. He has this side of, of, of rage or this like you know but overall I would say he's probably one of the nicest male cast members on the show I agree and I think I've heard that actually from a lot of fans that have met him is that oh, really people yeah that is very very kind when you meet them in real life and that he's always like he just talks exactly like he talks on the show and that he you know I I heard I remember reading a, a post from someone and they were like yeah he bought us a drink and he was very very kind so I do think he he does have a lot of kindness in him as well um which I mean so sometimes I wonder how bad could Katie really be if they were drawn to each other um sometimes I wonder that as well but I don't know they're they're an interesting dynamic I don't think you can put stipulations on who that person is with after you have a divorce um it gets messy it gets messy no matter what I think it gets messy if you stay in the same friend group like it's it's hard right and so I kind of identify with Ariana when she was saying that like you have to pick friends in that sense because sometimes you just want a clean break right from everything um so I get that but yeah I I don't know just a side note about Tom Schwartz you know how I always talk about astrology so I've always uh thought that the the male Libra sign is one of like the best zodiac signs and Mm -hmm. it's like they're very they're they're very kind um charismatic um people and he is a Libra Schwartz Schwartz is a Libra interesting is that September no it's the end of October I believe his birthday is October uh now I'm thinking, wait, is he not a Libra? I'm pretty sure he's a Libra. I don't remember his exact birth date. Now, now I'm going to have to double check. He might be a Scorpio. Huh. I think I think I looked it up and he, hold on. Can can you still hear me? Yeah, I can still hear you. Everything I'm, I'm you say looking, about him, that was true. I'm, yeah, I'm looking up his, his birthday right now to see if I'm correct about this, but I'm pretty sure he is a Libra. But um while I look that up, if there's anything else that you want to say about. Well, I was just looking at this clip that you sent and maybe we'll introduce that next. Um, I'm just going to read the title of it. 
I don't know because, of course, in Canada, we are lame with our television and we don't get Peacock or watch what happens live. I mean, we have a lot of great things going for us in Canada, but definitely not our entertainment <laughs> when it right, comes to right, the right. things that you see. So um, uh, you sent me this clip. It says Sandoval wait. swears. Yeah. Sorry. He no, that's okay. He is He's a Libra. Libra. I'm okay. so, so glad that I was not losing my mind because I feel like <laughs> I looked it up years ago. Um, yeah. I like to know the signs of all of them. Yeah. And they all sort of fit who they are. I bet Jax um, is a Leo he, and Stassi. Jax is not a Leo. Jax He's not? Is a, Jax is July 11th. He's a cancer male. Okay. And um, Sandoval is also a cancer male. He's July 7th. And do you remember? Um, I one knew of the there were summer babies, though. I knew it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But the cancer male sign, I do not mix with. And it's funny because I had dated a cancer male at one point in my 20s. And I remember saying, I do not mix with this sign. And yeah. then my last boyfriend was that sign. And <laughs> actually, it was so funny on our first date when he told me his birthday, I was like, we're doomed. And sure enough, I was right. We were doomed. Um, so anyway, yes, I don't go well with the cancer male sign. That's why on Summer House, when Gabby said what she said and people thought she was crazy, she was not crazy. It is true about the cancer male sign. Sorry, it is. Well, I can always tell almost immediately when a Leo walks into a room because they are always mm -hmm. usually very charismatic people. I was telling you that my daughter was born two months early. So she was supposed to be an October baby and ended up as a Leo. And it is so fitting for her personality. It's fitting for her personality that she even came early. Right. Um, because they're, that's just how they, they are. They don't like waiting. They're impatient. They don't like waiting. Nope. She said that one day to me, she's five years old now. And she said, I'm just an impatient girl, mommy. And I said, yes, you are. Um, but yeah, very, very cute. Okay. So you sent me this clip, um, extended edition. It says Sandoval swears. This is a one-time situation when the stories are almost identical. Shout out to Ariana for calling out what we were all thinking. And then it says hashtag pump rules. I assume that's where this came from. It also came from Bravo TV is life, but I'm going to play the clip and maybe you can do it. Yeah. Well, don't play the clip yet. I just okay. I want to say something really quick. Yeah. So the reason I sent this, so I have not watched Peacock's extended footage yet. Okay. I was so overwhelmed last week with everything that happened, just watching the regular show and then podcasting and all that, that I just needed like a break. So I didn't watch, but some of my friends who love me, but do not agree with my sympathy for Tom Sandoval have sent me this post. Okay. And when I, when, when I listened to both of the videos that you're going to play, mm -hmm. I felt a little silly because I'm realizing that half the reason that they are the way they are to him right now is because it is a pattern and we'll see that once we hear once you play this you'll see what I mean okay so I'm gonna play it now and then I'll play the second one as well okay mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh here we go and I see a lot of parallels Tom thought I was very cool yeah I had no responsibilities I had to stay up all night you know, go bartend all night and then be like, oh, me and Schwartz and Tom are going to all do mushrooms together because we're all just a bunch of great friends and cool, you're chill, you're all these things. And then when we started dating, the question that I had was when Jax and Kristen, when that stuff came out, why didn't you guys break up then? And he said some things to me back then that were along the lines of, well, her grandpa died and then we had tickets to this, and we had tickets to that. 
And so I couldn't. And now it's just kind of funny how a lot of the same things are being said and done. I did, and I see a lot of parallels. Okay, in the next one. I don't fucking see you. I get it. We weren't happy. We were stagnant. We were fucking acting like roommates. We also had not like, sex I in three months. You and also cringed every time I hugged you. But I did not go around and fuck someone behind your back. The relationship wasn't the same, Ariana. That's why you go to a couple This is what I was talking about, about the parallels. We would be separated all the time. You go your way, I go my way. Yet no sex life. I lost all my mojo. So fuck my friend. The thing that makes me. So fuck me my mean. friend then. Get your mojo back. Fuck my friend. Sandoval, you've been saying that you started cheating on Ariana because of how bad things were in the relationship. I don't fucking see. Okay. So the first part is the part that was new to me. The first clip of Ariana from the extended footage where she explained. Now, I, I also have to tell you that on Kristen's podcast, she addressed the same exact post. Okay. And she said, she said, what's funny is that he's saying that my grandfather died and that's why he didn't break up with me back then. But she said he, he died in 2015. I was dating James when he died. I wasn't dating Sandoval. So it's like he was just coming up with excuses so when I saw that first part of the clip, I was like, oh, that is a pattern. He really is doing the same thing 10 years later. He really is. So this is what I was talking about with season three when we were talking a couple of days ago. And I was saying the parallels are unreal that are on there because every single piece that right. he told Kristen was Ariana, like that conversation, like it was verbatim what they were saying right. to each other, like I've lost my mojo. She brought it back to me. We haven't been happy for so long. You don't treat me the same. You don't like it was identical. It was yeah, identical. no, I knew I knew what you were talking about because I okay. saw that post a lot. <laughs> no, I knew I knew I, a lot of people have been saying that. But that yeah. first part on the extended footage, I really felt I felt like, oh, my God, they're right. Like, this is a pattern. And it's yeah. so crazy. And the next thing I wrote down for us to talk about is like, like going back and forth, like I feel one way and then like, I'll see something else. And I'm like, wait, oh no. And that's so confusing. Everything is so layered and it's so hard to like stick to stay in one lane because then, I, I mean, I feel like I will always, and I think you'll agree about this. I don't think that it's ever okay for everyone to gang up on one person. So I still stand by, I'm glad Lisa spoke up. Actually, a lot of other podcasts that are like famous podcasts, like by, you know, people like on the show or whatever, they all do are saying like the same thing. Um, there's one called The Toast that I listen to like every day. It's like a very popular podcast. And um, they said that they felt that it, that they should that they want to hear what he has to say. Like, we, even though they're upset at him, nobody should be ganging up on him. Yeah. And yeah, they're like, we want to know what Raquel is going to say. We want to know his side of it. So, you know, but it's very confusing. I keep getting so confused. Well, like, and I think that's part of what draws us into this story is that it's not, you know, we we all see parts of ourselves. And I think you've said this before. We all see different parts of ourselves and our past relationships or maybe even current relationships in what is happening. And I think that one thing that, I do want to say, though, is that I don't think that you only have these kind of things happen once always. Like, people can call it a pattern. It's true. It is kind of a pattern, I guess. But does that mean that only once in your life can you feel like your relationship is stale and that 
you need to move on and that you're not feeling validated or happy in the relationship you're in. I don't know. Like, and that's where I think, yes, it does get complicated. It's very layered. I think there's a lot of different ways of looking at it, but I'm with you in the sense of my compassion goes back and forth, but yes, we are still on the same page that all of this hate has been too much. I have a theory that I thought of yesterday. Maybe I'm not the first person to think of it, but I almost wonder if this pattern with Tom is more that he thinks if he doesn't actually do the breaking up, that he won't be the bad one. So a lot of guys will purposely mess up the relationship, do things that they shouldn't, knowing the woman will break up with them. And then they're off the hook and they don't have to be the bad one, right? Uh And I wonder, that's actually kind of what happened with Schwartz and Katie, I guess. Like she had to be the one to put her foot down and say, we have to get divorced, you know? And that's where like the compassion comes in for her. But I think that Tom, and this is not a plus for him. This is me seeing the side of him that like is not so good. I think he thought, if I just keep doing, you know how he said like, oh, she just followed me. She would have known that I was with Raquel, right? He feels it's the other person's responsibility to end the relationship, alleviating that from him Uh so that he comes out on top. And just like with James, his whole plan obviously backfired more than anyone in the history of TV, I think. Um, Yeah, and so I almost wonder if that's what it was, not so much that he just... He couldn't get himself to do it. I think he was just hoping that Ariana would break up with him. And, but although he he is saying that he, this is the thing too, we don't know who's telling the truth. He said that he had told her multiple times that they that he that they should break up. Uh-huh. We'll never know unless she admits it. And and you know well, everyone just she admit take, it? yeah everyone wants to take her word for it. But I do. I have to tell you, I was on Facebook yesterday and I was looking through the comments and. A lot of people feel that Ariana needs to take it down a notch and that she needs to take responsibility for what she has done in the relationship. So somebody, yeah, sorry, somebody noticed in her one-on-one, I think it was her one-on-one, somebody noticed in one of the clips that when she was asked a question about their relationship, it may have even been on Watch What Happens Live, that she was defensive as to her end of it. She was. She was, yeah. she was like, why are you asking as though you're trying to justify what he did? And um, like, I, I see that perspective too, as though um, they're almost looking for fault in it to kind of say like, this is why this happened. But I think the pendant, what do I, what's the expression there? Pendulum? I think it's swinging. I think that people are losing a lot of compassion, um, not compassion necessarily, but people are getting fed up with Ariana with how she's going for the jugular. And that's kind of what I was talking about in the last one. But again, I think we're seeing it now three months later. And we've also, you know, lived this for the past, you know, 90 days or whatever. Um, Maybe it hasn't been quite that long, but it feels like it's been a long time. And so she's very raw in what she is saying. Now, one thing I did want to say, though, is that I I do agree with what you said. He didn't want to come out as a bad guy. I don't think Tom and Tom are bad guys. I think that they probably didn't want to be the mean one in their relationships. But I think that's very common of both men and women. I think sometimes, you know, if you have someone who is more invested in the relationship than you, 
then people kind of get stuck sometimes. And then there's always that, okay, well, if I'm stuck, I have to do something. And what is that something? It's either you break up, you stay together, maybe you go to couples therapy, or maybe you cheat. And sometimes cheating is that kind of scapegoat easy way out because it's easier than having that conversation. And emotions of anger are easier to sit in than sadness, right? And so if people are fired up and angry with each other, well, it's easier to walk away. It's easier to close those doors on those relationships versus if it's just a really, really sad and terrible breakup. Did I mention to you um, the clip of Ariana? Again, this was after we last podcasted another kind of moment that made me second guess how I was feeling. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe we talked about it already, but um, Ariana said she overheard Tom coaching Raquel the night before the reunion on the phone. Yeah, you brought you brought that up. Yeah, to you or did I say it on the podcast? I think you said it on the podcast. Yeah, but oh, oh okay, okay. Yeah. No, so like to your point, you had just said you know you don't think that they're bad guys. So I have to say I do think Tom Sandoval is a much worse guy than Tom Schwartz. But I still think he deserves a little grace, being that the whole world hates him, which is just terrible. Um, but but then when I hear stuff like with Ariana, I do believe I believe a lot of what she's saying, but I also believe some of what Tom is saying. Um, I but too. I feel I feel bad. Like it does. OK, here's another thing. They I missed this and went over my head when I wa- I only watched the reunion once. I haven't rewatched because I was just so overwhelmed. But um, he said in his one-on-one that he told Tom Schwartz in January. And then when they went live on the reunion, Tom Schwartz said August. And I didn't know. And I already knew that, like, he had told Schwartz that he slept with Raquel in August. But I didn't realize on Tom's one-on-one that he told Andy that it was January. And, and, And I'm like, oh. There's a lot of lies and conniving here. And so like that part where he he wants everyone to um, like they said that Raquel even made a face when Schwartz said that because it's like it kind of messed up their story a little bit. But yeah, Tom I I jumped all over it. <laughs> Schwartz is at the point that he has to say the truth. Yeah, that part I did see. But I just missed that one little clip. I, I didn't realize that Sandoval said in his one on one that it was um that it was January when Schwartz said it was August. Right. Oh, and some, wait, actually, did Schwartz say July? I think so. I think so. And it, I think it's all so confusing. Digging themselves a deeper grave. It's like, oh God. And uh, and now that brings us to like one more thing, which I think we did discuss that the there's two possible things that people think is this big reveal. Yeah. One of them is that they believe that Raquel, yes, because you told you you also told me this. Raquel and Tom had fallen in love while she was with James, and then they made a pact, and Raquel went through with it, and Tom did not. I think it's a reach, but it's possible. Um, I don't know if you want to say anything about that, or should I just say the the big thing that I sent you today? I think you should go to the big thing. Okay, so Dumois posted in the past 24 hours that this big news that is going to be revealed is that Lisa knew about the affair since September. And clearly she didn't tell pretty much anyone. Um, But so 
also what I read is that Ariana and Lala are aware that Lisa knew for that long, but nobody else is aware. And so they're going to show us footage that none of them have seen that's supposed to make it look like Lisa Vanderpump. It's quoted that she did Ariana dirty. Well, and I wouldn't be surprised by that because when we were talking about it before, I was saying that um, the way Lala spoke to LVP is something I've never seen before. I've never seen the girls hold their own. I was like, in my head, I'm like, okay, well, she's never going back to Sir, so maybe she doesn't care because she's not her boss anymore. But technically, they have to work together on the show. So nobody really, I mean, look what happened to Jax when he did that. Um, So... Yeah, I just felt like there's a lot of anger and rage there. I mean, I always feel that with Lala, but there was a lot directed at LVP, and I was curious where that was coming from. And I felt like with Ariana, there were a couple of innuendos when she was speaking, like Lisa will do what's right for her. Um, She kind of toned that down and and clarified it in terms of a business um, perspective, but I still felt that there were hidden things in that statement. Um, the other part of that too, is that Teddy Mellencamp, I don't know if you remember her, but she is from, was previously a cast member. She's our- Wives. Yeah. And she kind of started that rumor that LVP had something to do with it. LVP has always been accused. I don't know if you watched Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, but she's always been accused of being a mastermind behind a lot of the drama. She's been accused of selling stories. Um, her and Kyle Richards actually had a huge falling out over that because she accused her of selling stories to the press. And then there was also a bunch of things with Brandy Glanville. And again, Brandy's not the most reliable the, source, but I don't think Brandy lies either. About the, certain- magazine, the magazine thing, right? Like, yeah. Hold, right. I do know what you're talking about. But I think Teddy, I actually listened to that podcast where Teddy and, and uh, Tamara yeah. Their, their podcast is two peas in a pod or something or two teas in a pod. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think they thought it was all like literally staged that this is not real. But uh-huh. what Dumois is saying is that Lisa knew about the affair. Lisa knows everything. Of course she did. Of course she did. No, I know. And so that's like, if that is, okay, there's so many like layers to this. If that is the big news, I'm guessing whatever this footage we're going to see is probably something is probably something that is so um, hurtful that would make them furious with her. But at the same time, I think the people suffering the most from Lisa knowing and not telling anyone are the two people that have suffered the most or three. I should I should include Tom Schwartz, um, Raquel, number one, Tom, Tom Sandoval and Tom Schwartz, like if. If Lisa, let's say they they wrapped up filming and let's say she brought it up and like it, it was brought into the new season, but like not live and it was caught early on. And it was just like a at that point, it would have been like a what, like a, a month or two, like a little affair, like a sh- shorter affair rather than all these months. I I feel like it would have saved not only the reputation, but. Like the, I don't want to say save their lives, but I feel like this really ruined. I think Raquel's ruined forever. Tom Sandoval, I don't know, because hearing that they reached out to him about his friend dying and that they still kind of cared that if he was going to be okay, it made me think there's hope for a future there of them eventually reconciling. Although if I were Tom, 
I wouldn't want to be friends with them anymore only because it's okay to be mad at me. But to, I mean, he was crucified to the point of this has never happened ever with any, not even with, I don't think that Brad, Angelina, Jennifer Aniston situation was this big, right? You know, what's funny is I started watching the Brangelina uh, show on Netflix yesterday because I was curious about the same thing. I, w- I think it was on Primer on Netflix. I'm not really sure, but I was curious about how that went because I mean, she wasn't her best friend, but I don't know. I just, I like, there was a lot going on with that back then, but they still didn't get the level of hate that this has brought on. Now, I don't think social media has helped the cause. Obviously, I think everybody has a forum to kind of sit behind computers and, you know, say horrendous things to other people. Like you wouldn't say those things in real life. I don't think anyways, many people wouldn't. Um, No. And I do think that there's like this weird crossover happening right now where people are blurring the lines between these are not our friends. And I think we have to recognize that. Like we can appreciate the show. We can appreciate the people in it. We can care about them. And our podcast is built around that. But we have to at some point separate ourselves that we are not part of this. And Mm -hmm. if we are that invested where we are sending death threats and things like that, then that's kind of, you know, a greater maybe look that we have to have at ourselves right like why why is that bringing up this for us I don't know I don't know um I don't think that that's right and I don't think I will never stand behind that I think we're both on the same page there that it's just gotten to a level that I've never seen before I I wonder if this will be covered in the future in like um, oh training courses and stuff you know like of like where this yep. you know this was crazy right this bombshell yep. that came out and uh, um, Craig and Austin, I listened to Pillows and Beers yesterday and they watched it and they were like, Craig said, it is crazy that we have to wait till next week to watch the rest <laughs> of it. Like, and they're really invested. Um, they would be, so. they sound, they sound fun. I would, uh, they sound they're like really, their podcast is really, really funny. Um, it, it's, it's really good. I, you know, but let us know. So I have to get going soon. Um, <laughs> But let us know, for those of you who are listening, and please make sure you subscribe. We are growing a little bit in subscribers, so that's kind of cool. But let us know what you think about uh, that bombshell, and let us know if you think there's something different. Um, I guess time will only tell. We have a couple weeks left. It's been it's been three months ongoing of just wild uh, reporting, wild you know mixed emotions. Social media has gone crazy. It is it's an interesting time. I think you said this during one of our first podcasts. It's an interesting time to be alive, right? Because the oh, it is. entertainment yeah. is shifting. And, and we're their age, so we can relate to it. And by the way, it has been yeah. 80, 88 days. You were very close. Oh, I was. Okay. I just, well, because there's 31 days in March. So it started yeah. March 1st, then 30 days in April. Twenty. We're on the 27th day of May. So it's 88. Wow. So it's almost 90 days. Yeah. Wow wild three months oh that's crazy I don't know I don't know what how much more my nerves can take if they drop another huge bombshell <laughs> but then I have to realize it's not my life I just you know I'm interested in it but it's not our lives and we have to separate I, I know I know you have to go but really quickly um I know that another theory is that there was a threesome between Tom Raquel and Ariana and like that actually that's- that. Yeah. Yeah. And and I feel like that's like such a possibility. But then I feel like at this point, wouldn't Ariana be nervous with all this hype 
positivity she's gotten. I personally think that everyone needs to just chill. She's just a normal girl. She's not this queen. Everyone is saying she's great, but she, I don't know. It's, it's a little much. It's a little annoying. Um, I it's just a, feel it's like overkill. it's overkill. Like I saw people on Facebook writing it. So I'm not the only one. They were saying like, she's literally on all these commercials now. And then like she tricked everyone with the moving boxes and, like, but it was actually for another commercial. She didn't actually move. I just feel like the whole thing, this, that kind of stuff is what makes it look scripted. If they weren't doing that kind of stuff, like, it's, well, it's a, that's I think people are losing their sympathy for what's happened by how the, how, how they're capitalizing on all of it. Like, I love Ariana. I always have loved Ariana. I loved her and Tom together. And how, as I've said before on other podcasts, I love how they stood up for everybody and they were people that accepted everybody. They are good people. Um, but I don't love how, and again, I don't know what it's like to go through everything that Ariana is going through right now, but it's just, it's, it's getting to a point now where it's so in your face. Like you said, all of these commercials, all of these different things, I think people are losing that sense of, what was this really even all about to begin with? And, you know, now it's just taken on something entirely different. And on the flip side of that, you have someone potentially, as we've heard rumors, sitting in a mental health facility, not well. How could she be at this point? I mean, that would be terrible. So, Two things. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Raquel, apparently, Kristen said this on her podcast, Raquel sent tom sandoval this is after watch what happens live remember ariana said she received letters mm -hmm. tom was sending letters so so apparently she sent a postcard from wherever she's at so they know where she's at and it had lightning bolts on it the scenery was, and they were like really but then okay so there's that but then what you were saying about ariana so i never loved ariana i never not liked her like i i really didn't like katie but i I was always neutral with Ariana. I personally thought that she was a little, I don't know what the right word for this. You know how she was saying to Raquel like about their sex life and she was like, oh, you know, I'm so attracted to him, but it's like me, like I'm disgusting. And she pointed out like, oh, my cellulite and my butt or whatever. And I, she's always done that in her interviews, talked about like, she didn't like her, you know, uh her vagina and like she she like I just don't find that appealing like I think some people hear her say that and they're like poor Ariana but I actually that's a very weird thing to say and if she's saying that to Tom like okay every woman has insecurities but like most men are not gonna look at our bodies and look at us especially if they're attracted to us they're not gonna be like oh she's got a little cellulite they don't see they they just think about sex and they think about the woman's body. Like we're, we have, you know, women's bodies are way more beautiful than men. Like you don't want to point that stuff out. I, that's what I think. Like, uh, okay. At, once in a while, if you feel a little insecure and you're in a relationship or married, you could talk about whatever. But I feel like Ariana, like she's so pretty. But when she says stuff like that, like to me, as it's a turnoff. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I just, I don't know. I just, I did, never liked that about her. And there's a word for it. Like, not that she was looking for people to praise her and say that she is, you know, but I just don't like, I don't know. I think that's a turnoff. So I never disliked her. I still don't dislike her, but I don't think she's as innocent as she's getting credit for. That's what I think.
I agree with the innocent part. I don't, the body part I was okay with. I didn't find it to be like, I mean, I think she was probably trying to connect with other viewers on the fact that she has insecurities and here's this beautiful woman that looks so beautiful to other people, but does not feel this great about herself. So that's how I took it. But I do think, what was the last part that you said? Not as innocent. I totally agree with that 100%. Um, When Mm -hmm. I think back to her and Lala, you know, connecting in the cab ride or the the car ride or whatever they did. um, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if there was a threesome in there with Raquel. Um, I I thought someone had brought that up before the season even started. Um, But again, I just, yeah, I think you're right there when you say that, like, like she wasn't a saint, like she's not somebody who has done these incredible, amazing things for how much praise she is getting right now. She's somebody who has cheated on. It sucks. I do like Ariana a hundred percent, but I just, I think this has gone so far. And I think when somebody, other people on the other side are hurting this much, if you're parading around talking about all of the positive things that have happened again, I just think like, I don't know if I would be conducting myself that way if I know that other people have been steamrolled in this. Yeah. Right. I do like I do like how she stuck up for everyone, including Raquel, not knowing what Raquel was doing. Right. That part of her, she's always been somebody to defend other people. That part of her I really like. I just think people have to remember that not everything, even though Tom is a liar, most actually somebody said this on one of the podcasts who knows him. They said, Tom has always been someone who he will give you a little truth. And then the rest of it is fabricated. So that's why I say like, we have to remember that not everything he's saying is a lie. Some of it is probably true. And I just that that. Oh. All right. And so Maria was cut off. I don't know if her connection dropped, but that is all for us today on a connect and a Jersey girl. Let us know what you think in the comments. Um, let us know what you think. Come to our pages if you want to. I'm at Bravo business and uh, Maria is at your new favorite Bravo page, I believe is her handle on Instagram. So if you get a chance, let us know. Um, obviously we covered a lot here. We'll be back on tomorrow. I'm sure to talk about some other things as well, but it was great to connect with everybody and we shall see you later. All right. Bye.